0: We're the Nata Grande boys. I'm Rodney Wood and I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nata Grande Outdoors Podcast where we hunt it forward.
1: Welcome, welcome, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Jackson.
0: What's going on, boss? Oh, not much. Uh, finally getting back together do another podcast we are we are it's it's been tougher tougher tougher
1: as of late to get together to do some podcasts but uh
0: well are starting to get now, now now it's getting easier i mean we're going to be together quite a bit for this last month of the yeah. year so that's yeah, well, nice this
1: month next month yeah you know we've got you know, i think we talk about it a little bit at the beginning of each podcast you know just to remind everybody what what's coming up and what what podcast we've got coming you know but yeah, we've got maggie's deer hunt coming up right we'll be together maggie's
0: and agent and emily's first draw hunt yes yes Um, hopefully we get to get with them during the hunt and may or may not be able to do a podcast at the time but we're going to catch up with them after the hunt sometime to do a podcast about that because we're excited excited about them having their first draw hunt yeah and then we also have this
1: year's year two yeah year twos. um uh shay and ryan um have their doe antelope hunt coming up right here in in december as well um and then in january we have all kinds of cool stuff scheduled oh yeah um one of so the cool, I think, fun. one of
0: the coolest things we have got scheduled in January, and it blew up like I, I didn't think it good. I, it's, I didn't didn't know it was gonna do what it did. I mean, I guess maybe I should have guessed, but um, there, yeah. you got you got uh, a really um, uh, fantastic opportunity. Um, were, was given barbecue yeah. sheep tag.
1: Yes, so. So let's lay this out real quick. We'll, we'll Ooh, just... Lay it out. I, I want the people to know exactly how this transpired. So, um... Cold stairs, cold stairs. Okay, so January. So, a while back, um, I had, uh, I had spoke, I had spoke with, uh, an acquaintance of mine, uh, about getting tags for our Hunt It Forward hunts this year, um... And he didn't have any deer tags, which is what I was after. Um he, he didn't have any opportunities for deer, but he did say he had a couple of Barbary. And I didn't want our Hunt It Forward participants doing their first ever hunt on a Barbary.
0: Yeah. I just didn't think that's, that that would that's be... A, that's a tougher hunt. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And, and at the time... um without we Bridger well Bridger did come through with a couple of tags for us but his yes. tags were only good through the end of October and so correct that wasn't going to work for us or hunted forward participants and yep. so we had to do something else but that's where the Barbary tags came from yeah was we so, were looking outside of yes. that because of so
1: yeah so but I told so I told him you know thanks I appreciate it but but I don't want them for that so he called me back later and said hey you know I want to give you these these barbary tags. So I was like,
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: me and you were going to go do the barbary hunt. Right. Um, which we had planned that anyway, but we were planning on Just going... Public over the to counter. Public over the counter. Yeah. Up on the rim there in Alamo. Which um, I still want to do, but... Which we still want to do. Um, but then this thing... Uh, going back to Texas and doing some trapping came up. Yes. And we couldn't fit that and a good solid Barbary hunt in all into one month. It was just, we were, we were going to be too covered up.
0: Yeah. Um, and and as my, my wife likes to say, I'm too busy as it is, so uh-huh. jamming all of that. I'm going to be gone Pretty much gone for the first two weeks of January. Yeah. Um, and any more than that, and I would not be doing this podcast anymore. Right. Right. And so, so, we didn't want to jam it all into that month. Yeah. Cause we'd have had to turn right, right back around. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's
1: not like we're afraid of the hunting of I it. Mean, we would have hunted all of that, but we might not have to pay Have, have a place to, to come back wives. to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what we decided to do is we had those two barbie tags. Um, I gave one to a good buddy of mine, Gear Junkie Jerry. Gear Junkie Jerry. Um and then we decided to take the other one. We asked permission and we decided to take the other one and give it away through Not a Grande Outdoors. And
0: it's so it's,
1: That's when things got fun.
0: That's when things got fun. It it's interesting um because one of the one of, I think one of the out of all the comments that we got and all so I guess before we get into that I expected 100 200 yeah, entries. I thought
1: I thought yeah. You know, maybe first day we'll probably well uh, as much as we love this uh, the gaining of followers and the gaining of of you know, getting traction takes some time. Yeah. You know, so we've been at this what a year
0: and a half now, almost
1: 2 years, something like that. About yeah, about a year, a and, year and a and half.
0: half. It was a year in July. Uh, yeah. So So Feels like um, feels like more than that, doesn't it?
1: Right, right. It feels like we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, gaining gaining in followers and gaining traction and getting off and taking off
0: is... Um, it takes time. It does. And not to say that that's, a, you know, that's what we're looking for. That's where my comment comes in later. But, because um, we just like getting good information out there. Right. But it's nice to have... Nice to see that people are appreciating the content that we're putting out. Yeah.
1: So, so when we put this out, though, like you said, I was expecting maybe, like, I thought maybe we'll get 50 in the first couple of days. And then over the next few weeks, we might get 10 or 20 or 50 more. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. 100 entries. We've got 500 entries in the first day and a half. Yeah. It went it just went crazy. We gained a ton of
0: followers. Uh you give away a sheep hunt and people start to listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the and that's the other funny thing, you know, I've been on social media for quite a while now. Um was on Facebook back in college, been out of college a long time. But uh back
1: when it was just a college pretty re- much yeah chat thingy. Yeah, exactly. I got on it
0: so I could keep in touch with, with college, college friends. friends. Um but I'd never really experienced the, you know, what they call going viral, right? And this was the closest that that it's that I've ever come to it, and this was pretty dang impressive. I can't even imagine. It was it was fun. Know, it was the, fun the millions us. of views and right. stuff like that that happens, right? Yeah, those crazy. get
1: million at a time or a million a day or whatever. Yeah, that's I mean, we we got,
0: well, like. 30,000 looks and 40, all that stuff, yeah.
1: And, and, and then, like I said, a little over. Last I checked, and it's, it's so we're just wrapping up Thanksgiving. Um, and last I checked was just before Thanksgiving, just before we took off to Dallas for Thanksgiving, uh, which we'll get into here in a minute. But um, we had right about just over 500 entries. Uh, and I know that we've gotten some more, um, between
0: now and then in the last three or four days, but, um, and we're running, so I guess we should, that's what we should lay out.
1: Yes. The contest. The contest. So, and, and that's, and the fun part about that is we're, we're like completely oblivious to how this stuff works. Yeah. So (laughs) we, we didn't even know what to do. Well, what should we have them do to enter (laughs) Because we didn't know. No. Right, I mean, we're going to have them um, share it and comment and tag three friends and stand on one arm and and bow your head. We didn't know what to have them do. And Annie was like, that's too much. Make it simple.
0: So I'm not sure that we did that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we made it simple, but uh, we dang sure made it um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So – so, basically, you had to go to our post
1: on Instagram or Facebook, uh, tag three friends, and share the post. Yep. And you were entered. Um, and then to gain some bonus entries, you have to go to the our podcast page on whatever you're listening to our podcast on and rate and review it. You know, leaving your handle there so we know who did it. Yep. The snag there is...
0: We ran, in, ran into a snag with people not being able to rate and review on Spotify.
1: Spotify, Stitcher, and, and having Google.
0: And having kind of think, researched it, trying to find uh, a way to I do th- it, I think that's pretty common, though. Yeah.
1: So I think on, on Apple, the Apple Podcast, if you have an iPhone and it's an Apple Podcast, you can go on there and rate and review it pretty easily. Yeah. There's no problems there. But the others, you can't. It was difficult. You either have to log on on your computer or you, or you can't do it at
0: all. So so being we, the we, generous we, we, hosts that we are, we right. figured out there's a different way we can do it. Yeah. And, and so if you can if you if you're listening on one of those apps that doesn't allow you to rate and review the podcast on that app, um, we said you can get those bonus entries by sharing a podcast. And commenting with your handle so that we knew that you shared it. Right. Or whatever. Um, So you can go and do that. And then if
1: you do that, if if you either go on Apple Podcast and rate and review the podcast and leave your Twitter handle or your your Facebook name so we know who you are, then you get two extra entries. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, then go to either Facebook or Instagram find one of our podcast episode videos or posts and share that post
0: preferably and tag us. yeah preferably the preferably the podcast post yes but the podcast post take people to listen to the yes. podcast then then you
1: get the extra two entries right so and we're keeping track of that as well. So everybody that does that's going to get the extra two entries, and you'll have three entries. And the number of people that we have entered, you're going to need those extra entries. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> we've got a lot of entries. Um, so calculating the odds on this, um, you got a hunt out there that you've got a 12% chance of drawing. You consider that good odds? Those are fantastic odds on a, right? on a public draw tag. We've got one tag, and over five hundred single entries. That doesn't count. That doesn't count the bonus, bonus entries. Five hundred like people that. entered, um, and that's that's not very good odds. That's that's like one out of five hundred. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the percentage, but it's like it's. What a point, oh two percent, something like that. Yeah, two percent, yeah. It's 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 very low. So That's all right. It's going to be a so cool hunt. It's um, going to be a really because fun, it's going to be a really fun hunt. Um, Kyle, you're not going to be there though, right? I don't think I am. Yeah, you're you're not going to be there. Obviously, if you were going to be there, we would have went hunt. Uh, but I'm going to be. I kind of like it
0: better giving it away. But right? Yeah. yeah I, think, I
1: think so too. It, it's been. It's already been much more fun. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be there. Jerry's going to be there. Uh the, the owner of the ranch is gonna be there guiding us. So um it's gonna be a cool hunt. It'll be the three of us hunting with the guide. Um two or three days. I I, I I know it's Saturday, Sunday, and I think Monday as well. I'm gonna have to check on that. But I'm pretty sure it's yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the three days. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's January twenty fourth, fifth and sixth, I think. Uh, so is, it's is right, the weekend. I can look it up. You can look it up. <laughs> it? It's right after my birthday. Yeah. So I'll um, look it up. Keep talking. Um, <laughs> right. So it'll be pretty cool. It's a private land hunt. So, um, there's lots of sheep out there. Uh, I've seen lots of, lots of sheep out there, tons and tons of sheep out there. So, uh, we'll have the place all to ourselves. Uh, there won't be any other hunters out there on the private land anyway. Um, it's 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 just like the rest of Mexico. It's checkerboarded. It's got there's there's some BLM out there, some state out there, but then, like I said, a lot of private land. Um, this guy knows where the sheep are. It's not going to be any problem finding them. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Jerry's going to actually hunt it with a bow. Did you post um, it on on the Facebook page? The yeah. dates? No. <laughs> Like, you, I, like I said, we're kind of rookies at this. That's true. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll, we'll add that. We'll add when it is. Yeah, um, yeah we'll add it. I, I, I seem to remember it's it's end of January sometime. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's we'll, right after my birthday. It's the weekend after my birthday. When's your birthday? January twenty third. Okay, let me pull it up. <laughs> I don't know when his birthday is. Good friend that I am it doesn't really mean mean that much between guys no. so much I guess or at no. least between us I'm not even sure how old I'm turning so
1: I've done that I forgot how old I was no. um I didn't forget I just don't know
0: <laughs> old no just kidding you're Dirt. all right so the weekend I, after you're
1: I get I get carded. All the time. Yeah. Buying Copenhagen. And so I got carded at the store. And the lady, or I didn't card it, she just asked me, what's your birthday? So she said, what's your birth date? And I said, one. She just looked at me like, what? I was like, yeah, one. Just put in one. (laughs) (laughs) And she was so confused. She
0: was just like, huh? Huh? So January 23rd. Um so the weekend after that is Saturday's the 25th, 6th the 26th and, 25th, 7th. 6th and 7th. Yep. So that, there you go. That's when well, we're going That's gonna go when on. the date's going to That's that's when the hunt's going to happen. It's going down. And we've already had a ton of you guys excited about this um and saying pick me, pick me. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. There's we a hope lot of, we hope we pick you. We pick yeah. a, we're going to pick somebody. We
1: are. <laughs> we're going to pick one. We haven't figured out exactly how we're going to do it yet, but we know that there's going to be a kukri involved. There's gotta be a kukri involved. There's definitely gonna be a kukri involved in in the how we pick the winner.
0: The when we pick the winner is Christmas
1: Eve. Christmas Eve. We're gonna pick it Christmas Eve because we should so, be together, I hope, Christmas
0: Eve. Possibly, I don't right. know. We'll figure it out. But anyways, um, so you have from now till Christmas Eve to get entered. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you haven't done it already,
1: we're gonna, we're gonna have to shut it down. We're gonna have to shut it down a, a, a few days before, right? So we can get but, prepared. and Do whatever give or we're take, you have until Christmas.
0: That's plenty of time.
1: Yeah. And we're gonna have some ways to get more entries. Absolutely. And and do we, do we want to go into that now?
0: No. We'll, yeah. we'll stay tuned to to. Uh, Facebook Instagram will announce yep. the extra entry methods uh, in the upcoming weeks exactly so that's exciting though that's gonna be a lot of fun yes um, did not expect the response we got completely blown away and humbled by um, the response we got. And, and thank you guys for for that it's been really cool to watch and pretty much everybody that uh, that we've talked to you about it seems like they're liking the content. So we're just going to keep doing what we do. Yeah. We got now, of course,
1: when you, when you launch a contest like this, hopefully all those that reviewed the podcast were honest Mm -hmm. um, and, and gave their true feelings on it because that's what we want. Absolutely. So, so, but we got some really cool reviews. Um, i think for the most part i can definitely tell that those that did review the podcast were listening to it uh because of the the comments on their reviews um made it sound like they actually know what we're talking about not that we know what we're talking about (laughs) they
0: knew what we were
1: talking for the most part for the most part so so that was pretty cool
0: yep um And just to remind you, uh, to everybody on the contest, um, we are not outfitters. We are not offering goods and services. We're giving this tag away. You have to buy the license yourself. Yes. Um, food and lodging is on you for it. Um, but we are happy to go out and hunt with you.
1: Yep. Well, I'm going to, the, 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 and even that, you know, yeah, it's, it's a private land only tag. Yeah. So you purchase that either online or probably you can get those down at walmart
0: walmart yeah any vendor or or area
1: office exactly so um the only thing is that the the landowner is going to sign a piece of paper giving you permission to hunt on his property um the only requirements that we're going to have on it is you're going to hunt with us and do a podcast with us yeah that's it that's it um other than that you know. Hunt with what you want to hunt with, hunt how you want. We're going to be with you. I'm going to be with them. Um,
0: and that's that. That's that. So that's not the end of the podcast. So we got no more to talk no, about. That's, that's the end of the <laughs> sheep hunt part. Uh,
1: I think. Yeah, I don't think we have anything else to add on that.
0: No. And like I said, anything that we have to to add uh, is will be done via social media and future podcasts. Um, Going forward, uh, we've got a couple of three, four weeks before we actually decide to pull a name. And so Mm -hmm. um, get entered, and this ought to be fun. Yeah. So go to our Instagram
1: page, look at our posts, and we have a very,
0: very nicely drawn European barbary skull. we got to give credit. Where credits due uh my beautiful wife at Annie Jackson Leather knocked that out of the park. Right. And it only took her what, hour and a half, something like that? Uh, she she drew it on request. Less than that. An hour? She keeps Two giving hours, me the thumbs, thumbs down. down. She drew it. Thirty minutes. She drew it in like She drew it in like thirty Four minutes. days,
1: sixty-two minutes and seventy-three seconds. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like thirty minutes. Yeah, we we're sitting she on the couch and she busted that out. I'm like, "What the heck?" And on request. Oh, absolutely. We we were like, "Oh, we're going to do this." And can you give us this? And thirty, 30 minutes say. later, Ghibli. extremely talented. I yeah. married way out of my league. So so go to go to Instagram or
1: Facebook. You'll see that picture, and you have to do this on the original post. You have to go to art. Don't 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 comment on the shared post. Yeah, because we don't see that. We're only gonna see it if it's on our original post.
0: Well, no, we do see the shares on I see the shares, but
1: I don't see the comments. I don't see I don't see that uh, um, Tom Smith commented on a post you shared. Well, you we' know, we're, if, well, if we're Tom only going Smith off of, shares the post.
0: When you look at it, yeah. we're only going off of the shares of the post. And and that should have the comment with the tagging yeah. three tw- three friends in it.
1: Yeah. So if Tom Smith shares our post, I see that Tom Smith shared the post. Yeah. What I don't see is if somebody else comments on the post that he shared. It has to be on the original post or I don't see the comments.
0: Anyways. Yeah. So okay, go to it. either
1: Facebook or Instagram, find the original post, tag three friends, and then share it. And then we're good to go.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, talking about our next subject today, are we going to stay in New Mexico first or do you want to go no, out of state? I, I think,
1: uh, Well, I think right now what we're going to talk about is we're out of state
0: currently. We are out of state sitting
1: currently. Sitting in Dallas, Texas, Irving, Texas to be more specific. Um, came up here, got to go to a football game.
0: Had a little vacation. It's been a long, mm-hmm. long fall for me. Um, new job has been a lot of fun, but it's mm-hmm. been quite hectic. So having a few days off with the family and uh, with the wood pile has been extremely fun. Yep. Um, we got to come down and watch a football game. We did. Which, we... I'm not a huge football yeah. fan. Or, or at least national football um nfl i'm not i'm not into it i didn't when growing up i didn't have a team really uh we didn't watch a lot of it um it, it's funny talking to some of the coworkers that i have uh, are from down south and it's life down there football and sports is just you know it's ingrained in everybody and that's what you did is on weekends, you watched football or whatever sports team that you liked, and you cheered them on and and all that stuff. I didn't grow up with that, um, which is a different dynamic. Um, but as I like to tell them, I had other things to do. Sure. And so <clears throat> that being said, I thoroughly enjoyed going to this football game. It was a lot of fun because it's like you say mm-hmm. – um, It was the nationally televised uh, Thanksgiving game in Dallas, which is a big thing. Um, And more importantly, it was a chance to root against Dallas on their home turf. Right, Uh, it pissed a lot of people off. Right, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. We're gonna. This is worse than politics. (laughs) Talking crap about the Cowboys is is worse than on on their home turf. Right, Um, yeah. I did grow up a sports fan. sports was a big thing not not a huge thing hunting was definitely more prevalent in my family than sports but but it was something that was there yeah um and thanksgiving football is something that i've been a part of ever since i can remember and in particular the dallas cowboys because the dallas cowboys always play on thanksgiving so as long as i can remember we've been watching the dallas cowboys play somebody else on thanksgiving uh, this year, it just happened to be my team, the Buffalo Bills, and we got the opportunity to come up here and go to the game, and it was super fun to root for my team against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so it, it was a lot of fun. We, of course, this isn't a sports podcast; we're not here to talk sports, um, except
0: for this instance <laughs> because it was like, but yeah, yeah, and just like you, great like game.
1: It's 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 not a bucket list item for everybody, but I do recognize that it is a bucket listable event.
0: And it's and it's probably an at least an event that most people can appreciate, whether it's on their bucket list or not. It's not on my bucket list. No, thoroughly appreciated the opportunity and the experience to come and do that.
1: Yeah, well, it's not on my bucket list either. Um, but it, it, yeah, like you said, it's. You got to understand the grandeur of the event. It's mm-hmm. it's a big deal, so it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, um, and then we get to sit here and do a podcast. Got to have some great food, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. All that Something. kind of stuff.
0: This is our post post Thanksgiving ramblings, right? Pretty much. Um, but yeah, what else from this the state of Tejas.
1: That's it. Yeah, that's all I got.
0: (laughs) Head back to the real world tomorrow. Sorry sorry about your boys. (laughs) (laughs) That's yeah. That's that's about all we can say. (laughs) But very cool. Um, Let's stay out of state on topics. Okay. So go go north. Go north. Let's go north. This is a topic I've I've been thinking about for. Quite some time, um, and how did I put it before? So, you know, I don't social
1: <laughs> feel good.
0: Yeah, that's feel, what it was. It feel feel good, good biology. Biology. Yeah.
1: Feel good environmental politics. Yeah. Um, well, is, and I think
0: I call it call it feel good biology because because most of the time that's what it is. It's yeah. oh, they you know. So I'll give you a good example. Um, apex predators—bears, lions—those mm-hmm. are what they call in the academic community uh, charismatic megafauna. Yes, and all that means is they have a higher profile um, than. Normal, quote unquote, normal animals like elk and mule deer and things like uh-huh. that because they're cute. The cubs are cute and cuddly, and and because oh. they there's something about predators and hunting predators that evokes some sort of emotional response. Yeah. Versus, I blame Disney for some reason. Versus. A uh, bigger, let me say, bigger yeah. emotional response versus an ungulate or a prey species. Right. right. And I don't know what it is. But bio- when you look at it biologically, there's absolutely no reason why those animals should receive greater attention than other animals. Now, The quote unquote normal animals. Because it is an ecosystem, they are all part of that system. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, what you talk about all the time, people always want to take people out of the equation. People can't be taken out of the equation. We
1: are a part we of part equation. We are part of that equation. Yeah.
0: So having said that, um, one one of the things that... And the only reason that we're going north and going out of state and talking about something a little bit outside of New Mexico. We've already got wolves in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, have had. Have had for many years. They're mm-hmm. they're confined to a certain area. Um, there's not a whole lot of evidence that they are spreading rapidly, uh-uh. um, if at all. Um, they're highly watched. Um, we at, completely acknowledge that they do have an impact on the livestock industry and mm-hmm. the ag industry as well as the wild as well as the wildlife industry and the, and and all that stuff I, now that being said you know there's there's extremes on all sides and oftentimes um the negative impacts that are portrayed by one side or another or positive impacts that are per- portrayed by one side or another need to be verified. You don't. You just can't trust somebody's word that this is happening. You need to verify that because yeah. it, it may not be happening. Trust, it, but verify. Exactly. Um, but having said that, these are Mexican gray wolves. These mm-hmm. are the lobos. Um, still wolves, but they're not... They're larger canids than coyotes, but not the gray wolf. Yeah. They're not the... Big wolves that they have up north. Yes. Having said that, there's a there's a ballot initiative um, that is being pushed in Colorado, and this is why I bring this up. And it and I I'm having read through the the initiative on some of the Colorado websites and ballot um, stuff. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about whether or not I'm for or against. Wolves being re- reintroduced in, in Colorado. The the yeah. point and the and the stuff that I want to talk about today is where those decisions are being made. Yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of playing
1: they're 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 kind of playing California conservation here. Yeah, and maybe
0: that's the right. <laughs> maybe that's the best ching co- <laughs> coined um, comment.
1: Right. Um, and and yeah, that I think you're going exactly what I, with what I was fixing to say is is we're not t- today.
0: I don't have least, a I don't today, have a dog in the dog fight. In the fight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, today I don't think we're talking about we're not talking about whether the reintroduction of wolves is a good thing or a bad thing. No, today we're talking about how they're determining whether they are or aren't going to reintroduce these wolves right but something that i do want to point out is that the the so-called california conservation model um, that seems to be spreading to colorado is awfully close to new mexico Mm -hmm. and new mexico is already starting to flirt with some of these california conservation concepts yeah, and we really don't want that in New Mexico. No, we want to keep it out of New Mexico if we
0: can. And so, what what we're basically talking about here is is that it's a ra- rather than the normal. Well, let me say it this way: it's a ballot initiative. They're what they're doing is they're putting the reintroduction of a very impactful species. On the ballot for mm-hmm. the general public to make the decision on whether or not they want to they want to reintroduce wolves. Yeah, and, and and before all you hunters get out
1: there and get excited and be like, woohoo! I would love the chance to vote on this. No, we represent 11.5 million people. Yeah, which is a seriously small. That's nationwide number nationwide. 11.5 million across the country in 2016 hunters. Yeah, that's a very small percent of the population. Absolutely. The population is what, 350 million? Mm -hmm. We're 11.5. And
0: not all hunters know what they're talking about. (laughs) So, that, the point being is that that's not, so, the impact that these animals can have on an ecosystem is, it can't be overstated. No. They're apex predators. Mm -hmm. They are, um, when you look at Idaho Montana um they've seen major reduction in elk numbers and ungulate numbers things like that um in those states post reintroduction i'm not going to get into numbers because i don't have everything in front of me but the fact is that's that's what's happened yeah and there, again, we're not. And again, impacts. we're not talking. About, we're not talking about the right or wrong of it, the for or against it. What we're talking about is the, the way, they're doing way it. that they're doing it. That is not something that needs to be decided by the general populace. No. This is why you have state game commissions. Yes. This is why you have state agencies and wildlife professionals. That their job is to monitor the ecosystem to monitor the wildlife populations and give recommendations on what can or should or could be mm-hmm. beneficial for the wildlife in that state now, not just in that state but they're part of a bigger ecosystem i mean that's why we have the US fish and wildlife service because we in have Arizona, sp- we have texas sp- well we have species that migrate Mm -hmm. across state lines so it's not just a state issue either um so i think my biggest point is we need to watch out for this type of introduction of the popular or populous mob mentality into wildlife decision making Mm -hmm. and i guess go further than that most things <laughs> you know yeah we, I mean, we have we have a legislative process for a reason yeah
1: and it should take time it should i mean that's the biggest thing it, it should take uh, the the current game commission shouldn't make that decision it should go through three or four different game commissions it it should be talked about with idaho's game commission washington's game commission and oregon's it game t- commission. it should
0: be talked about with our Wyoming's neighboring
1: Montana's anybody that has wolf and has seen the impacts it, it should take a long
0: time should be talked about with arizona utah colorado uh, yeah. oklahoma all, all everybody those, around us you know,
1: and and everybody that's done it in yeah. the past you yeah. know I'll, I'll go out to michigan you know it it should take a long time so. for something like this to happen neither me nor you are qualified to determine whether or not wolf should be introduced anywhere It it takes a whole group of people, a lot of time, gathering a lot of data and looking at a lot of different things to make that determination. Not putting it on a ballot and letting people vote. Because what they're gonna vote for is whether or not they want to be able to see them in the wild. They're not voting for the impact that it's
0: gonna have on other states, on wildlife in their state. And most people, and economic. Oh, economic is huge. And most people don't understand all those intricate connections. And so, uh, let me so let me read the ballot title. <laughs> and and in the title itself, I think it's pretty clear that those pushing the ballot initiative don't even really know what they're talking about. Right. So it says uh, in in the ba- ballot. Title It says, Shall there be a change to the Colorado revised statutes concerning the restoration of gray wolves through their reintroduction on designated lands in Colorado located west of the continental divide and in connection therewith? Requiring, and there's the first one, requiring the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission, after holding statewide hearings and using scientific data, to implement a plan to restore and manage gray wolves. Prohibiting the commission from imposing any land, water, or resource use restrictions on private landowners to further the plan, and requiring the commission to fairly compensate owners for the losses of livestock caused by gray wolves. Okay. Oh, Lord. Now there's some there's some language in there that makes it sound very appealing. Sure. Um, After holding statewide hearings and using scientific data to implement a plan to restore and manage gray wolves.
1: What if that scientific data says says they shouldn't do it? Yeah, exactly.
0: Additionally, then you get into the, the, um, I guess, conflicting language. But it says prohibiting the commission from imposing any land, water, resource use restrictions on private landowners to further the plan. Prohibiting. Prohibiting. Means you can't do anything to the landowners if they don't want to comply, except they have to in order to reintroduce the wolves. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And requiring the commission to fairly compensate owners for the losses of livestock caused by gray wolves. Currently in New Mexico, there is compensation for loss of livestock mm-hmm. by wolves. But you know who pays that? We. No. Who the is? feds. The feds. The feds pay that. Game and fish does not pay that.
1: I didn't say game and fish.
0: Well, <laughs> the game and state game and fish commission mm-hmm. as it should be because we did not reintroduce the wolves. Mm-hmm. But, but this h- how, did, this, how did the
1: feds pay for it. Well,
0: the feds pay for it depends. We. So. <laughs> yes Me, and yes you. and no. Yes and no, because the feds get monies from whatever else. But I'm talking, like, specifically sportsman dollars through hunting licenses to the game commission. That Mm -hmm. doesn't happen in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. This would require it to happen in Colorado. It would require the state game commission in Colorado to compensate landowners for livestock losses by gray wolves. So basically taking money from? Taking license dollars from the sportsmen yeah. because they're the ones that pay for it. The, pe- the non-sportsmen don't pay for that. Mm-hmm. The sportsmen no. do through yeah. license dollars. They would take that money that could be used for habitat and improving hunting throughout the yeah. state... So, so you go straight towards so you're, you're, depredation. You're, you're losing habitat money that would go to
1: elk habitat, mm-hmm. and then you're losing elk on top of it because mm-hmm. of the reintroduction of wolves mm-hmm. to pay for cattle that the wolves take. Correct. Genius.
0: Again, I'm just I just read that so you guys can hear it can hear the language that they're using cuz on on its face it looks like you know they're trying to do good. We're going to use scientific data to say sure whether or not we should do this. Not talking about for or against, but this is not a decision that needs to be made on the ballot.
1: No, no it's not. That needs to be made by a game commission, biologist information, the the, the scientific data yes, you know, needs to be implied, but it's that's not I shouldn't be voting for that. No, you know, I wouldn't. If if that was placed on the ballot here, I wouldn't vote for it. One way or the other. Yeah, just because I can't,
0: I don't have the information to make that decision. <laughs> I don't have it. Nobody does. Well, there there are people that do, but it takes time. Yeah, and again, that's that's your wildlife professionals. Those are those are the people whose job it is. To evaluate the data and make those those decisions. Yeah. But you know that that actually speaks to a bigger problem that we're seeing, and and it and this we are seeing in New Mexico, and that is the political injunction, or the injunction of political ideologies into wildlife management. Yes. I know what it happens. It's, it's, not it's not supposed to happen, but it does. But I don't like to see it. No. And specifically what I'm talking about is just recently the Game Commission um, passed a ban on trapping lions on private land. Mm -hmm. Previous to this, um, landowners could take lions by foothold traps or snares on private land. Now, we've covered this in, uh, extensively, talking mm-hmm. about how selective trapping is. Yes. How, um, really, it's a fantastic conservation tool. Yeah. It's highly regulated. Yes. It is um, highly selective. Yes. But I went to one of the meetings that they had about passing this ban on trapping cougars or mountain lions whatever you want to call them on private land and what I was told plain and simple was that basically they were getting social pressure (laughs) to do away with it I was basically basically told I'll get into the why here in a minute I was basically told that this is a fight that they did not want to fight. Yeah. This is something that they could let go. There was no scientific basis because when you look at it, there's... As it it stands, statewide, you buy a cougar tag, you get two harvests. Mm -hmm. You can harvest two cougars. Additional to that... If that zone has not closed in the previous two years, you can get an additional two tags. So Uh you could theoretically kill four Lions in a year. Uh Doesn't happen. Very rarely. Maybe a handful of guys do that in a year. For the most part, our Cougar quotas go unmet. Most there's maybe four or five. The last time that I looked, there's maybe four or five um, zones that close every year. Yeah, that right.
1: that means. And 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 so just to explain to, to those that don't know, they have a cougar zone. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hunting unit, only in that the the way that works is when. They they have a number that say they say, Okay, we can an acceptable harvest out of this region is this number. And when they reach that number, they close it.
0: Or a sublimit that's a female exactly. sublimit.
1: And so you can't hunt there anymore. Yes.
0: So none of that's gonna change. No. So here and here's the other thing. I I asked them about that. I said, Well, why 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 are we doing away with this specific method of take? Why does it matter? Because they're taking maybe 25, if that, lions a year via this method, trapping. Mm -hmm. There's 580 tags across the state. Again, maybe four zones, four or five zones close, and I may be even overshooting that. I'd have to look. Not very many zones close every year, and they're saying, "Well, we think that our modeling is off, and and we we think that we don't that that our population modeling we're being um, too liberal with it. We think we should need to be more conservative with it." Which to me doesn't make any sense. So lower
1: the number of tags. No. <laughs> I mean, if that's if, if that's what they're saying. If that's what they're saying, if they're saying their model is off, what does private land versus public land have to do with exactly. it? Exactly. That's, I mean, if you want to take less lions, give less tax. Yeah. Don't restrict it off of private land.
0: <laughs> well, and here's the, here's the other funny part. That is exactly what they're doing. That's the exact method of take that they're using to lower lion numbers in bighorn sheep country to boost bighorn sheep numbers uh. what's the difference mm-hmm. why does it matter why why are we messing with private landowners on this and the answer is a thousand cuts. well the answer is exactly what they told me it's social pressure caving to social pressure mm-hmm. those that that many that they're taking on private land we're not even meeting the quota as it is yeah those aren't even touching it scientifically those those that take does not matter no no it doesn't but
1: it's it's the it brings us right back down to the death by a thousand cuts the 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 ones that are giving them the social pressure this is just something that they can gain mhm all right you, you go after the coyotes when we can when we can ban coyote calling contests or, or ban have coyote banned coyote calling yeah. contests uh, and then ban coyote killing period and then ban trapping they, they're not going to stop they're always going to be trying to take something from us right? and if we don't fight them on it you know and, and that's what's happening so they're trying to do the same thing with the, the Waters Act um, it's they are always after something. They're after something. They're always after something. right? And now, that's, what I
0: asked, that's what I asked in the meeting. I was mm-hmm. like, why are we not taking a stand on this? There's no scientific basis for, for you guys to take this away. And they said, well, this is something we think we can give up. No, we don't can't give, it, give it, up give anymore. Up. They, well,
1: they, scream, they scream the North American model the North American conservation model, right? Which is based on they, they, they scream that. Yeah. And it's supposed to be based on scientific data. Yes. So, but that's not convenient right now?
0: No. And not only that, but they didn't have solid data to say that we think our population model is off, right? They said we're waiting on the results of a population yeah. study. That's what they said. Anyways, I I'm I'm going to get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but um that just leads into what they're proposing next they're proposing banning trapping around all major cities was
1: um was um so you you mentioned being at that meeting yeah was bha there
0: no you know who was the wildlife federation no you know who was landowners
1: I'm just. I'm wondering where where was BHA? Where was the general where, public? Where, where was where's the where was the New Mexico Wildlife Federation? Where was the general public? Where was the general public? Yeah, every person
0: know. there was a landowner.
1: Yeah, and they still lost.
0: And they still lost. Yeah, and that seems a sad part. to
1: be that's a reoccurring theme here yeah. lately. Lately, it has been. Um, and and and, I'm a public land hunter. Right. Don't get me wrong. I've we are. Giving, I, yes. <laughs> 've we've, we've been giving given plenty of opportunity to hunt on private land uh, and we're not going to turn it down but just like we talked about earlier where you can't take humans out of the equation we are a part of the uh, ecosystem you know we are a part we are the apex predator mm-hmm. okay so we are a part of the entire system with Deer and elk and ducks and geese and moose and wolves and bears, everything, mountain lions. We are all a part of that system. Private landowners are too. Mm-hmm. There's state land, BLM, forest, and, and private land. And they have rights too. Yeah. And they're getting theirs taken away fast. And it's not going to be a whole and complete ecosystem when we
0: shut them out well we shut them out and they're going to start saying oh these it is are, not going to be a whole this hole. not a complete ecosystem <laughs> no because they're going to take their land yeah they're going to say all right get out get out and take your animals with take you take your animals with you. i've heard that personally from a landowner yeah said part of it said he, he said verbatim mm-hmm if I, if, if I don't get a say in this, you're going to get your animals off my land, or I'm going to kill every one of them. And
1: I can speak to the South. Okay, in southern New Mexico, deer numbers, particularly in Unit 34, I know places that I hunted that were full of deer. I know families that have ranches down there that were covered in deer. There's no deer there anymore. None they're 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 I know of a 7 section ranch that doesn't have any deer on it and it used to have tons. I've hunted it. And they're gone. I don't know why they're gone, but they're gone. And it's frustrating, mm-hmm. you know, and like you said, that's what they're going to do. They're going to, you know, now they're covered up in elk now. Which there never was out there before,
0: yeah. But they're gonna close up shop. I, I and I guess that's kind of coming back to coming back to our original conversation about Colorado. We really, really need to be aware and involved in that process, mm-hmm. and. and We got to quit giving ground,
1: we do we got we gotta start we gotta stand up and fight for what we believe in, and we need to have man I hate to say this I, well, I don't hate to say this, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't agree we need to have more faith in our game department,
0: yeah, you know, they're there for a reason, yeah, um, and most of them have good intentions, yes um and want to do the right thing mm-hmm. you know, um it's <laughs> They they are as hamstrung as we are. Yeah. Yeah. By political processes. Yeah. Um, so if there's any way to streamline those political processes, it would be fantastic. But the fact is, we have the system we have until we can get it changed. There are good people in the department who want to do the right thing and are doing things based off of. What we consider would be right, this you know, based off of science. Yeah, that's what we you know, want the best science that we can get. They don't get everything right, no. But I mean, when you but, look here's, at but here's what
1: Here's the when you look at what is
0: now. The, here's the tough part, though. I mean, this, and this is th- something that most people don't understand. Wildlife science is not perfect. No, you are always behind the curve. Mm-hmm. Always, at least a year or two. Mm-hmm. Usually more than that. Typically, reacting. Tip, not typically always mm-hmm. reacting because outside of, especially on predator management, but outside of that, ungulates, you can only survey them at certain times. You base your models off of those surveys, off of harvest data. We Again, post-fact. And we change stuff every four years. So it is always reactionary. You are always behind the eight ball. They're making the best decisions they possibly can with the information that they have let them make those decisions.
1: Yeah, and now Colorado's asking the people who have no scientific data to yeah. make those decisions, purely on feel good wind. science. Yeah, feel good science.
0: It's it's not a good road to be down. California conservation, <laughs> not a good road to go down. Absolutely. Um, so, guys, keep your keep involved. Keep your head in the game. Um, And I'm going to say it again. We've got to start uniting on these. Mm -hmm. I know we have a ton of special interests even within the hunting world. um, But we have got to start uniting on some topics or we're going to lose everything. Mm -hmm. Lose it all. So I guess that's our soapbox. Right? Our our post-Thanksgiving ramblings turned into post-Thanksgiving rant.
1: (laughs) Well... (laughs) stupid people piss us off
0: (laughs) but again um, thank you guys for listening we really appreciate it Uh, we look forward to always doing this podcast is awesome we love doing it and hoping hoping you guys get some good information out of it and are enjoying it as well yep
1: go to Instagram Facebook get entered to go robbery hunting yep and Keep your eyes out because we're gonna have some posts coming with some um, bonus entries, entries absolutely uh, so you
0: can have your name in the hat a couple extra times oh that's that's a comment i I forgot to to add in there um it was funny uh, there was a comment about the giveaway um, somebody said fantastic marketing idea oh yeah and uh, <laughs> it wasn't a marketing idea we no. just we're just like, hey, we, we got this tag. tag let's give let's it away. Give away. Why not? Uh, it turned into great marketing, yeah, yeah, but it was not a marketing idea. No, no and that's, to that to begin was, with, we just wanted good. to give it away. We didn't know how.
1: Yeah, that was the comment. Yeah, yeah, we we might have flopped that up a little bit, but we'll get her done. Yeah, we'll give it away to somebody. Yep, one of at least five hundred, <laughs> hopefully more. Right? Yeah. See, so, cool if we could reach a thousand. It would be. It It'd would be. be real cool. Maybe that, maybe that's what we'll try. If we reach a thousand, I'm probably going to stop it right there because I'm tired of counting. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got so well, if many we re- fingers. If and we toes. reach
0: if we reach a thousand, maybe we should see if we can get another tag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> Just kidding, Jerry. Just kidding.
0: Stay tuned. We'll have more entry uh, methods for you. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys joining us. Adios. Adios. Thanks for joining the Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.natagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.